ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the Driveway Liberty Podcast. The only podcast that was founded, conceived, and birthed right in a driveway. Hey guys, welcome to the Driveway Liberty Podcast. I am your Uncle Wes, and I'm sitting here with my one of my best friends, Dan Matichero. Dan, how you doing, buddy? Good, man. Good, man. So today would have been one of those days where we found ourselves in a kitchen or inside, actually, the garage. Right. Because we're getting a little bit of a little bit of rain. Yeah, today. it's kind of ugly out there, man. It, uh, it, man, we walk, we stop by the store and grab us a beverage or two before we get to the studio. <clears throat> And I walk as soon as um, you walked out the door, it thundered. Yeah. Well, I bring the thunder. Ah, you stole my line. <laughs> That's what you did. That's what happened. Let me turn your mic up a little bit because you're a little low. A little low. Is yeah. that better? That's much better. All right. So, man, we've got, uh, you know, uh, hopefully you guys enjoy the new format of the show where we're doing a 15 minute uh, segment. Segment. And that helped. That helps keep us from being long-winded about any one topic typically um but yeah and hopefully you like the new headline segment which we will have coming up next segment Mm -hmm. um and hopefully you are sharing the podcast with your friends and family and man it is so obvious that we are shadow banned so we need all the help we can get if you enjoy the cast and i know there's some of you out there because i see the numbers people are listening to it Mm -hmm. and i assure you i'm not listening to it over and over again and um so and i actually do my listening while i'm editing the podcast before before it even airs so i don't even listen to it on spotify or or itunes or amazon or anywhere else audible google Podcasts. yeah and i I listen to it one time on usually on the apple podcast because that's the one i that's the app i use for my um for my work podcast when I'm doing work. Yeah, that's typically where we um, where we do most. I mean, that's where most of our numbers come from is Apple. Used to be Spotify, and I don't know what caused the switch or the shift, but, you know, every now and again, Spotify numbers will outweigh the, the Apple numbers. But anyway, so, man, we've got a lot to talk about. We only have 15 minutes each segment to do it. <laughs> we better get yeah, going. We better get going, right? <laughs> so we had some... Uh... Some very exciting uh, Supreme Court decisions come down. Oh man! Yeah. Uh, last week. So in the first one, um, well, these aren't in order, but um, the Supreme Court pretty much ended affirmative action. Yeah, at least or on at least collegiate in, level in, uh, in universities. Which usually, when that happens, it kind of spreads to everywhere else, just simply because. You know, you've you've the court ruled on the fact that you can't use race to determine to determine your enrollment decisions. Right. It's not it's it's it, it's it should be the same for everything. Yeah. yeah you, you shouldn't be able to get those based on merit. Now, if an institution decides that they want to enroll 15 percent or I think typically it's 17 percent. The affirmative action numbers, uh, the law typically was only like it had to reflect the population. Mm-hmm. So 13% or something like that. And, you know, if somebody applies to school and they have the qualifications based on the published qualifications and they don't get in, regardless of their race, they've got a suit. 
And that's what happened. We had an right. Asian student sue one of the schools. Right. And uh, they said, I, this person absolutely qualified, and they didn't get in because of their race. And that's what ended up uh, being the deciding factor to strike this down. Well, I think it's a good decision. Not everybody feels that way, obviously. Well, I think it's a great decision because we've all, our success as a country, whether it's economic, industrial, whatever it is, uh, has always been based on merit. Like the people yeah. who do the job are the ones who get rewarded. Right. Well, and that's what capitalism is. Yeah. I mean, you go out and you do the effort, you put in the work, you make the adaptations, you create the product, you create the better mousetrap, and you should reap the benefits from it. Sure. It's not, oh, well, poor Johnny over here is not quite as smart as everybody else. He needs the same opportunity to come out he he deserves to come in here he deserves this participation trophy to be involved with this school yeah and and the the leftist argument against capitalism is i mean borderline insane so the person who came up with the idea planned it all out got with somebody or manufactured it themselves paid to produce it the whole nine yards from birth to to genesis and then the person who's actually taken you know the piece of metal and put it in the the hooks on each side of the piece of wood on a mousetrap they think they deserve as much of the end result as the person who came up with this idea right that's absurd absolutely it's absurd yeah, I mean, you you take the larger risk. You should you should stand to reap the largest reward. Should mm-hmm. those rewards come into fruition? Sure, that's the way Absolutely. it works. And when those rewards don't come into fruition, you're not sharing the loss with those people. No, absolutely not. No, no, absolutely not. Okay, so that was the affirmative action one. The second well, one. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, yes, Joy Reid. Along those lines, on that first one, Joy Reid. I'm not going to play the video because uh, she Joy gets in this shit oh. justifying it. But she admits she would have never gotten into Harvard without affirmative action. Now, she didn't discuss the why she wouldn't ever get in. She says, I'm smart. I had good grades. I was a nerdy kid in Colorado or wherever the hell she's from. And, but she never admits why she wouldn't get in. It's all about privilege. Only privileged individuals can get in. Well, that's the narrative. It's yeah. You, you have a leg up based on your lineage is their argument. Exactly. Their lineage. So, which is absurd. Absolutely. Like there is, there is more examples of that being false than there. You could ever find it being true. Yep. Now there is examples of your lineage helping you kind of just, let's take a look at Hunter Biden Yep. and the Clintons. I mean, you could go along that, but they're all Democrats. Sure. The Republicans, we, you know, the, the the right has to, you know, kind of fight their way through. They don't just get anything handed to them. Just ask uh, Don Jr. and Casey DeSantis. Sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. It, it you, you brought man shit. We anyway, could, we could go on a tangent. Yeah. What, what else you got on the Supreme Court case? So the 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 next one is the uh, Rainbow Jihad control over Biden or over. Uh, um, Private business has ended. Good, good. So, well, actually, I should say religious freedom for business owners is back on the table. Ah, I love it. So uh, what happened was um, a company 
who they do photography uh, for weddings. And I guess they also create uh, a website. They may do some web, web designing for, uh, for weddings. Um, refused to do a same-sex couple's wedding. Right. And the previous law, I don't – remember the, the cake – the guy, yeah, the yeah, company yeah. Admin. He lost a lawsuit. And, yeah, so that yeah. lawsuit he lost forced this person to do it. So they said, "No, we're not doing it," and they sued. Mm-hmm. And uh, and they sued based on religious their religious beliefs, right? And uh, the Supreme Court uh, upheld it. Yeah, yeah. So now you, as a private business owner, can kind of control. Your own business. Well, you should be able to reserve the right to do business with who who you want to do business with. I mean, I do in my my business. There are certain niches of business that I won't accept. Google does it. Uh-huh. You can't advertise guns. On Everybody Google. does it. You, yeah, you can't <laughs> advertise. I mean, you know, I and and I know this because I use Google as part of marketing my clients and stuff like that. Is that Facebook? You can't advertise guns on Facebook. You can't buy a gun on Amazon. Nope, you cannot. Why not? So, well, they reserve the right, no. and it is their right. They should be able to do that. But Isn't when that? it comes to other other th- means or other things, it's been historically at least in recent years where you can't tell somebody no. Why? Because we are a nation of political will. Absolutely. And not a nation of laws. Absolutely. That's the, that's the dang truth. And then when you have a Supreme court that actually says, well, maybe we are a nation of laws and maybe we ought to get back to those constitutional laws. You get the crazy left like AOC, you know, challenging the legitimacy of the court because of the rulings that they don't agree with. But for all those years that we had a liberal court, everything was great. Man, shut up. That's part of my headline <laughs> stuff. Sorry. <laughs> all right. So the third one, <laughs> obviously this is not a prescripted or even talk to each other about what the hell we're talking about before we get on there <laughs> right? kind of situation. Uh, but the third one was, you know, Biden, one of his many campaign promises, aside from curing cancer, which as of right now, he still hasn't done. Right. Um, he vowed to cancel. Uh, it's like $40 billion of student loan debt. Yep. And then if you remember when Nancy Pelosi was still the Speaker of the House, she went on TV and said, listen, the executive branch, Biden does not have that power. Right. He can't do it. He can delay it. You know, he can do some some other things, but he cannot cancel it. Right. He cannot forgive it. That's the job of Congress. So you have to pass laws to do that. Right. Well, maybe that was just Nancy, you know, kind of figuring that they were going to win back control or continue to have control of Congress. And she right. was just giving you a heads up of what they were going to do coming up. Well, they're not in control of Congress. So now Biden just said, uh, we're, we're going to do it. And the uh, the Supreme Court said, no, you don't no, have you the can't authority. Do it. You, don't, you can't do it. Yeah. Another court decision that came out this week in the last, uh, actually on July 4th, yesterday, which is the day before we recorded this, um, as a judge limited the Biden administration's officials from contacting social media sites. Am I still in your thunder now? Yeah, it wasn't Supreme Court, though. It was no, it, no, it was a federal judge. Mm-hmm. And um, basically, that's a win for free speech. 
not just conservatives, but, but but it is a win for conservatives because their voices have been squelched for the last eight, nine years on social media, YouTube, everywhere else. But this is a win for free speech. And that's all we asked for. Mm-hmm. You can get on there and you can tout your bullshit about whatever woke-ass principle that you have. Just allow me to retort. And, and you know what else this hopefully will do is provide an avenue for those companies to have an out when the federal government tries to influence them to yep. do their bidding. So that, that's been the big thing with the whole COVID situation where um, the federal government could mandate vaccines, et cetera. They tried to, and they said they were going to, but they really couldn't. Right. So they basically strong-armed companies into doing it for them. Right. So now, hopefully, this will show those companies that they have an out and they don't have to be influenced or forced, basically, coerced yeah. by the federal government to do things that they normally would not have done. Yeah, that's a, that's a good thing. You know, it, it's kind of funny. I, I actually felt the squelching of my voice earlier today. When I was doing a research for the article headlines, mm-hmm. I came across one. That, that I'm not using today, but it the, the started off fascist moms for liberties, moms for liberty organization, see six hurt in their rally in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Well, just the fact that they put fascist in front of moms for liberty is a, it, it tells you that article is going to be complete and utter bullshit. Absolutely. So I just type in the comments, this was on yahoo.com. I'm calling them out. This article is bull crap. Mm -hmm. They they deleted my comment. I got an error message from Yahoo saying your comment was removed for uh, bullying. Bullying who? Yahoo? I guess. Or the writer of the article or whatever. I I mean, it was so stupid. Yeah, it was so stupid. (laughs) Um, let me see if I can, uh, maybe, let me make sure that's the correct reason. I'll pull that up real quick. Well, it, it's not surprising. I mean, Yahoo is a left-leaning yep. company. I mean, you can just tell when, if, and it's funny because when you get the segment that we're going to do next where you're talking about the, you know, the crazy headlines, um, going to Yahoo is a pretty good place to go because the yeah, news absolutely. articles are so slanted into that and the headlines are written because think about this how many times have we and we've talked about it on the show many times where uh an article's written and people read the headlines and then you know three quarters of the way through the heart article the actual headlines debunked in the article right so they just read they just create the headlines because that is kind of people take it as the bullet point for news sure Sure. Well, but the thing is, is is that headline harms because, like you said, it's the bullet point. It is the talking point. Mm -hmm. And when you argue with most liberals and a lot of conservatives online about things, they're quoting headlines. Yes. They're not quoting substance. We are are form-related society, not content-based society. Uh, my, my comment on this article was that, and the, to- the whole headline was Fascist Moms for Liberty Convention in Philadelphia leads to the arrest of six protesters. Violates the community guidelines. And oh, my, my 
comment violated the community guidelines and has been rejected. My comment, holy crap, what a slanted article. Yeah, it is. So it's an innocuous conversation. I did. But read I that, tried to type shit when read, I wrote it, but they they rejected automatically for us. Read that headline again. Fascist Moms for Liberty convention in Philadelphia leads to the arrest of six protesters. So, so if the we were rewriting the arrest of the six protesters, were probably because they were violent. Yeah, but in the article or in the headline, it says it's because the fascist people were there. And it caused them to be arrested. So they are trying to justify the the, the, the arrest. And look, man, this is going to be a reoccurring thing going forward. We want you to know you can't trust media. No. And, and, and you know what? I'll be honest. You cannot necessarily trust us. So you should do your own damn research. Yes, absolutely. Should absolutely do your own research. With that being said, we need to take a break, man. It's already that quick. Time so flies, man. We'll be right back right after this. Hey, guys. Uncle Wes here. Remember how we're always talking about how we wish we had access to an alternative marketplace for conservatives and get away from this woke culture? Well, guess what? We found one. MammothNation.com. You can buy jewelry, eyewear, stuff for your pets, sauces, spices, coffees, vodka, wine. Just about anything you want, you can get at MammothNation.com. And guess what? If you use promo code Driveway Liberty Media when you sign up, you can get 30% off your first year. Go check them out. MammothNation.com, promo code Driveway Liberty Media. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the Driveway Liberty Podcast newest segment, Correcting Fucked Up Headlines. <laughs> so there you go. So what we do in this segment every week, if this is your first time tuning in, and this is actually the only, only the second time we've done it, is we go out and we find headlines, and then we rewrite them the way they should have actually been written in the first place. And then we make some commentary on them mm-hmm. and talk about them or whatever. So, first one, DeSantis is trashing Disney all over America, accusing the company of trying to sexualize children. Don't expect Disney to hit back in court, defamation experts say. That's a big-ass headline. That is a big-ass headline. So, the way it should have been written is Did- Disney just wishes that DeSantis would just stop telling folks the truth about them. Yeah. <laughs> Because obviously, if they sued them for defa- defamation, they if that the, there would be a discovery period, oh, yeah. and there would be all kinds of evidence showing that they were in fact grooming children, yes, and sexualizing, continue to, yes. So uh, not th- that that was from the insider, which I'm finding to be a very liberal rag, sure. like most media outlets anyway. Sure. This one's from Kiplinger. Hmm. IRS quietly changed the rules on your children's inheritance. That's a pretty straightforward headline in their defense. That I mean, that that is a straightforward headline. But wait, maybe the way it should have been written was IRS comes up with a new and innovative way to fuck you and steal your cash <laughs> after you own your deathbed. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and my notes on this taxation is theft. It's a more more honest headline. Yeah, that's a more straightforward honest headline. So. In Salon, which is most definitively a liberal rag. Oh, yeah. They wrote this, and this is kind of where you you almost stole my thunder earlier. The Supreme Court is on a mission to ensure the U.S. assumes the form that the Republican Party wants. 
Now, how fucking slanted is that? So let's. It's ridiculous. <laughs> so almost verbatim of what you said in the previous se- segment, it should have been written. For the first time in years, the SCOTUS makes decisions that we don't like. So now we don't like them at all anymore. <laughs> yeah, I, d- I guess I did steal a little thunder there. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. So in the USA Today, uh, President, this is the headline. President Biden, First Lady's 4th of July house concert to include Brothers I, uh, Osborne and Nia. Well, that's a human interest story about what's going on at the White House. That seems so nice. But what it should say is, while we continue to bash conservatives in our other articles, we're going to give you shit like this about those we worship. <laughs> so, you know, I, what I did after I pulled that article up, I'm like, you know what, let's just do a comparison. Mm-hmm. So I don't have alternative headlines for these, but I want you to guess. I'm going to give you three different headlines, and you guess whether you think it's um, – well, you don't even have to fucking guess. <laughs> Never mind. So, all right, these are examples of headlines written about Democrats. Okay, you ready? Yep. Pennsylvania Democrat Bob Casey lands his best fundraising quarter in his Senate reelection campaign. Now, that's probably an accurate headline, but there's no negative slant. There's no slant his whatsoever. Best ever was ten dollars. Yeah, probably, <laughs> probably. So, the second one, President Biden has started using a CPAP machine at night to deal with the sleep apnea. Okay. Biden's broadband plan aims to connect every home and business in the U.S. by 2030. What's next? What else can the government be controlling? Yeah, what can they do for you? Oh, I had a fourth one here. I'm sorry. Biden strikes economic populist tone during campaign rally before exuberant union members. His approval rating on the fucking economy is less than 35%. Well, they're doing a hell of a job trying to sell it. They are trying to sell Biden economics or whatever. Biden. Biden. Bidenomics. Bidenomics. Yeah. Well, but I got the contrast headlines. Now you got to hear these out. All right. So in contrast, here are three headlines about Republicans. Arizona Republican election official sues Carrie Lake for defamation. Now that may be an accurate headline. But it is nothing fluffy or anything about CPAP machines. You can't find articles like that about Republicans. Mm-hmm. Next, Trump faces questions about whether he'll drag down the Republican Party after his indictments. <laughs> who, who asked him those questions? Number three, participants at Trump's January 6th rally push false election claims in Virginia legislative campaigns. And those are just... Like front fucking page of the AP articles. Well, that's because leftists are writing these articles. Right. Absolutely. Well, I mean, we obviously know that, but maybe our listeners don't. So we want to make sure you know this and you need to learn how to read these headlines and know that they are fucking slanted. Suddenly there's some subtleness to them. So getting back to the regular format of the uh, whole fucked up headlines Mm -hmm. thing. Associated Press, another one. In a polarized U.S., how to define a patriot? A patriot. Patriot. Patriot increasingly depends on who's being asked. The way this should have been written, we really want to water down what it means to be a patriot to further solidify the infused hate we propagate. Mm -hmm. So uh, I do have a bonus headline. 
I did not write it, rewrite it, but uh, it is the Secret Service test confirms cocaine found at the White House. Hunter Biden tapped a subject matter expert to be paid $3 billion for his services. <laughs> well, here's a, a headline about that. Cocaine found at the White House. Conservatives quip Hunter Biden may be the culprit. That's the headline. So there's no evidence that Hunter Biden is the culprit. However, you can't stop be people from being logical. Right. And and using Occam's razor, the the simplest solution is Hunter was in the White House two days prior to it being found. Then they find cocaine. It's they kind of they evacuate the White House. Right, because they think it may be. But then there's plausible deniability because... Uh, President Biden and his son Hunter left to go to Camp David two days prior to the cocaine being found. Well, he had to drop it somewhere before he got <laughs> on the plane or the helicopter with the Secret Service. <laughs> he had to go through customs. Now, to be fair, because we're we want to be intellectually honest, right? Even though we have our opinions and people know what our opinions are. To be fair, it was discovered in the White House library, and when and we know People, Hunter don't read. No. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> but that's an area of the tours where people, the public regularly sure, walks. Through. Sure. Although, who would, hey, I'm going on a White House tour today. And Let me carry my sack I, of, of eight ball. My, I, got, I got my cocaine in my pocket and forgot it the night before. So I, I hate to interrupt uh, the schedule, Ooh. but I just got an email that's troubling. Oh. Speaking of Supreme Court. All right, so you remember back in our first year, we actually did a petition asking uh, our view, our listeners to uh, sign the petition to get us on XM and Sirius mm-hmm. Satellite. Well, that obviously didn't go anywhere. I think we've got like 500 signatures, but we, we didn't get enough to get it sent to them. Yeah. Well, because I registered with change.org to do that petition, I get regular emails about certain petitions that they won't sign. So it's been a minute, but it just so happens that today I got an email from change.org where somebody has created a petition asking that we demand term limits for the SCOTUS. And obviously or there's been 1500 people who have signed it. They're trying to get to 50 or 1489. They're trying to get to 1500. This is not how constitutional law works. Ladies and gentlemen, you can petition all you want to, but you still need a constitutional amendment to change the authority of the Supreme Court, number one. Yes. And just because you don't agree with what they say doesn't mean it's not the correct decision. Well, and the people who are putting this stuff out there know that. Right. This is just noise. The Constitution says they have a lifetime appointment. So what does lifetime appointment mean? They die or they step down and retire. Mm-hmm. And, but this is just distraction, divide and conquer noise. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. They're trying to paint the court as activists. They have too much power, blah, 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 blah. There's so much idiocy as it relates. And it's obviously people who have never had a fucking civics class or they slept through it or smoked dope and went to it, one or the other. You know or, I mean? or, the, or the person teaching the civics class didn't, didn't teach it right. Right, absolutely. And it's or they just, no longer offer the civics class. They don't. They don't yeah. fucking offer that shit anymore. But well, yeah, it, you know, I, it's interesting. M- my son, who 
did the whole dual enrollment thing. Yeah. He he had to take civics, and it was a half a year class. Right. And he said, "Dad, he goes, I knew I knew more prior to the class. Like everything they taught in the class was so basic. He said I knew more just based on our di- dinner table conversations, or you know, going to work with you and just talking about um, government than than they taught me at this class. Right. Absolutely. How sad is that?" It is very sad, man. I, I, you know, it's kind of funny. My civics class in high school was a, a full year. And it was civics and citizenship. Mm-hmm. So we discussed everything from political parties to legislative, executive, you know, branches of government. The makeup of the government. The powers. Um, we talked about, uh, you know, uh, municipalities. We talked about county and state governments. And, and all of those things that go in. And you walked out of there with an idea of what it meant on the legal grounds Mm -hmm. to be a U.S. citizen. But here's the thing. If they taught that now in schools into that depth, the Instagram videos that AOC puts out would have no power and no meaning. Nobody would watch them or listen to them. Absolutely. So they're preaching to an uneducated choir. Who, and who, tapping who, into their emotions. The headline readers. Yes. Yes. Well, and like I said, I mean, we are all guilty of that. I, I have made comments in debates. I'm sorry about the shaking of the mic. Uh, with people on Facebook just based on a headline. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's, a, there's the ability to take the headline and run with it based just on the information of the headline. And then there's the ability to read the headline and know that it's slanted or it's trying to propagate a certain viewpoint and run with that. Yeah. Well, when you, if you're, if you have any kind of intellectual honesty left in, in you mm-hmm. and you read one of those headlines, you, you know, the, the little radar goes up, you yep. know, wow. Like when you, when the, the, the um, Moms for Liberty yeah, was the cause for people to be arrested. Right. And what they're doing is they're trying to they're paint this organization it like they've done. Sorry, you had a point. I apologize. No, that's right. But they, they call them fascists in the headline, and then they blame them for the people who actually did the violence on the streets of Philadelphia in protest right. of this organization as the reason why they got arrested. Like, yeah. if you didn't come to our city... And spout your fascist BS, we wouldn't have had to go out and protest. And right. it's, it's no different than the the riots of 2020, the BLM riots. It's no different. That that kind of violence is justified. It, it's the same method that they use to squash the Tea Party. Yes, they painted Tea Party as alt right, alt right extremists. When when all they wanted Tea Party's biggest part of their platform was a flat tax. Mm-hmm. That's that's what they wanted. They're, they wanted a fair tax, a flat tax. Their shit's pretty tame compared to Complain- where we're at now. Yeah, no <laughs> shit. I mean, it's it's fucking nuts. But um, what was I going to say? I had a had a Sorry, point I was I going to. No, that's all right. Um, it it fuck it. I can't remember. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so we we were talking uh, uh, earlier, and I tried to segue into this but you you were 
you were still doing something else, but we, <laughs> <laughs> you still had more things to talk. I about. wasn't paying attention, we, but you were doing something, else. which is fine. So uh, that that federal judge who um, who stopped this, the ability, basically, what that case was, it stopped the ability of the federal government to contact mm-hmm. social media companies to get them to influence them uh, to, to control to, the narrative to take down posts or yeah. etc. Et and we all knew like like how can you argue with this? We all know yeah. that like and and there's some fun stuff that you know you kind of make light of this stuff that's pretty damn serious. Yeah. Like you know the memes that come out like well this this week's conspiracy theory you know through a month from now is fact. You know, you yeah. got all those kind of quips and memes uh, about that, where everything that they call it a conspiracy theory to to belittle it and to to take um, keep people from taking it serious. Yeah, and then after it has served its purpose, not the conspiracy theory, but the actual um, original thing that came out. Yeah. For instance, the lab leak. COVID was a lab leak. Yeah. So that that was real. But mm-hmm. at the time it was a narrative that the that the feds didn't want to get out. Sure. Absolutely. For multiple reasons. Well, but, it, but I, I remembered my point from earlier when we were talking about Moms for Liberty. So all right, who makes up the National Rifle Association? Citizens. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's a group of citizens who pay dues, and as a result, their concerns about the Second Amendment, right or wrong, how the NRA does it, NRA takes that money, pays lobbyists, and and they, they do marketing campaigns, they do education programs, they do all of this stuff. But what the left has tried to success, and, and, and have been reasonably successful at doing, is demonizing the organization while shitting on the members but forget but taking the the actual organization itself and 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 making it its own entity just like big oil mm-hmm. you know if you have a 401k and you're smart you've got investment in oil companies well if an oil company goes down we all suffer nra goes down all of those second amendment proponent or proponents go go down well they're trying to do the same thing to moms for liberty and I'm, i know i'm going around with my elbow to get my ass to, on this point <laughs> but what they're trying to do is demonize moms for liberty and create a separate entity of the organization and forgetting that it's made up of actual moms yes and saying moms for liberty liberty is trying to tamper with the u.s education system that's the narrative. That's what they're going for with this fascist thing and all of this stuff, saying they're trying to force their views on the U.S. education system. Well, what are those views? That you shouldn't teach sex to kids. That's what the organization was found on. You shouldn't be te- sexualizing kids. Yes. And if that's fascist, then count me fucking in. Yep. But I actually understand the word fascist, and I'm the exact opposite of that. I want government to get out of my life, out of my child rearing. Well, they, they've they've modified terms and meanings, and they've used those kind of inflammatory descriptors yep. in the wrong context. Absolutely, absolutely, they have. Constantly. Well, we are 
We're right. having a tough time getting <laughs> staying in this 15 minutes. We'll be back with beer reviews and more conversation right after this. Hey, guys, it's Wes. And it's Dan. With the Driveway Liberty Podcast. We want to thank you in advance for coming over and giving us a listen. We going to have fun? Yeah, we drink beer and talk politics, man. What could be better than that? Nothing. Come join us. We'll see you on the Driveway Liberty Podcast. All right, guys, welcome back to the Driveway Liberty Podcast. It is time for... Beer Review. And for me to turn the volume up on the beer review music. <laughs> so, hey, guys, uh, every week we do a uh, beer review, and we have definitely been working hard to diversify the beers we review for you lately. Yeah, we did get some feedback of uh, we're tired of hearing Dan talk about Yingling, Yingling and, and mm. Wes and Travis talk about Miller Lite. Miller Lite. Yeah, so we, uh, we, we're mixing it up for you guys. That's the kind of things we do. For you, our listeners, you've got a unique beard, don't you? I do. I absolutely do. I, it's one. It's not necessarily unique to me, but it's one. Like when I go to a place, I'm the now the mayor of again. Back one re-election. Yeah, I won okay. re-election. Um, and by the way, maybe you guys should start a petition because my my term is um uh, is for life at this point. Oh, there we go. Yeah. So, um. The um, I'm this is one that I find myself leaning on a lot when I go in there. I used to be quite adventurous when I was in the mayor in my previous term, where I I pride I tried to drink something different every time I went in there, mm-hmm. at least taste something, even if I went back to a standby. Well, this one's just kind of become my standby. It's from a local brewery here on the Emerald Coast. Um, I mean, like literally brewed eight miles down the road from where I'm the mayor. It's called uh, the Destin East Pass IPA, and it's uh, 6.2% ABV, and, man, it is an American IPA, and it's a delicious beer. And I'm glad that Destin Brewery, because Destin Brewery used to brew seasonally. Yeah. They'd brew during the winter months and shut down, but now they've, they've turned into a full-time brewery. Yeah, because um, their beers are popular. They're yeah, they are. Too. They're good beers, man. Mm-hmm. One of the one of the better local brews in the area, I think, personally. I, I don't disagree. Yep, it's good stuff. What about you, Daniel? What you drinking? Uh, my story's kind of similar. This is a a beer that I haven't reviewed before, mm-hmm. and, I, and it, it's a it's a beer that I would rarely buy in the store because there's a couple of um, places that I'm not the mayor, but um, I'm a constituent of uh, that carry this beer. You're it's right. one of my favorites. Uh, it's kind of an alt alternate to the um, beer that I used to drink all the time that I no longer am allowed to drink. Right. So this is from Breckenridge Brewery, which is in Colorado, obviously, but uh, it's Avalanche Amber Ale. Mm. Yeah, so it's a good it, beer. It's a it's a very good tasting amber, and amber is pretty much my my favorite style of beer. Right. Uh, but this is an ale as opposed to Yingling. That's a amber colored lager. Right. So it's a little bit heavier. Um, but it's, it's, the IBV isn't bad. It's a, it's a little over 5%. Right. Which means it fits our beach scale. And it, I can also go watch you play music and, uh, drink 10 of them. There you go. Which I've absolutely done in the past. Right. Recently. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's yeah. a good beer and it's actually their best selling beer from that brewery. Nice. So, nice. Avalanche Amber. 
There you go, guys. That is our beer reviews. Beer review. This is a so anyway. Uh, man, yeah, I, that's one of my favorite segments of the show. Yes, I always enjoy uh, drinking a beverage. Uh, <laughs> while I'm thinking about it, guys, um, we want you to definitely subscribe if you enjoy listening to this. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening to us on. And if you really like us, go ahead and give us a five star review. Or if you hate us, share the podcast and tell all your friends on Facebook. And and Instagram, how terrible. And every just tell them how terrible we are. Mm-hmm. Say, hey, these guys suck. You ought to listen and, to them and make fun of them. And apparently, that is kind of the key to getting uh, higher up on uh, the recommended list is yeah. to have a lot of reviews, a lot of reviews, and make a comment in your review. We uh, because we want to know what you think and what you like about the show. And and listen, we are not. We have made. Uh, alterations and decisions based on feedback that we've gotten from our listeners. Absolutely. We want we want to, uh, you know, give you what you enjoy. So, well, this is our product, and we want to give you the best absolute product we can give you. Yeah, and you know, you can, you know, obviously we have merch. That's also our products, but our our main product is this show. Mm-hmm. So, we want you to enjoy it, or we want to make you mad, but primarily we want to make you think. And um, so those are the goals. And that is our shameless plug of the day. There you go. There you go. So what else you got, Daniel? Well, this isn't what else. This is, uh, we were talking uh, before the break uh, about the social media censorship. Right. I just wanted to clue you guys in. And this is the first I heard of it. But there is a a sub-agency of uh, the Department of Homeland Security called the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency. Oh. So oh. that is a fancy name for Big Brother. They sure. monitor your online speech, etc. We got we got some buzzing going on. Yeah, we somewhere. got a channel that doesn't have anything plugged into it getting some activity here. Anyway. So this was revealed to us uh based on and now you'll know why they they ridicule this um, scenario. But this is the um, the subcommittee that the House uh, on weaponization of the government. Yeah, that the Republicans are, are are running. And now you know why, or another reason why Democrats consider to ridicule and and downplay and and say negative things about. Uh, the Republicans, they say wasting your, you're wasting your time doing these kind of things, et cetera. Well, and see that it, 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 so when Democrats have a good idea, Republicans say, Hey, you know what? We think that's a pretty good idea. Used to, maybe not as much anymore, but used to, they'd say, you know what? That's a pretty good idea. Let's co-sponsor this bill together and it'll be bipartisan and, and we'll show that we're warm and fuzzy and get along. Mm-hmm. When Republicans do something that's good, because we don't want fuckers listening to our phone calls or watching our emails or anything else, that's an invasion of privacy. Absolutely. And and a lot of people's argument is, well, if you don't have anything to hide, it don't matter if I've got anything to hide or not. I don't want you in my business. That's all it is. Yeah. So if I'm standing outside your bedroom door and you're not doing anything weird, why would you care that I'm standing outside your bedroom looking in? Right. 
or or while you're, you're sitting not on doing the toilet. anything weird. Well, you're sitting on a toilet. What? And I'm sitting there listening. The squeaks and squeals are coming out of there. I mean, you're not doing anything wrong. You're doing what comes natural. Yeah. But but still, you don't want me standing there by the door while you're trying to take a crap. <laughs> it's so freaking ridiculous. Right? It's ridiculous. So here's something that that this report showed about this. Uh, this agency, this, I guess the acronym is CISA, C-I-S-A. Yeah. Um, they routinely attempted to conceive methods to surreptitiously outsource its surveillance and censorship to non-government third parties. So this is just another example in which the government can't do it because they are constitutionally restricted. But so they are farming, farming it, out it out to third parties to do it so that they can they can have that separation. That plausible deniability. Yep. No, we say, didn't well, do nope, it. Nope. We didn't do it. But by giving them money yes. and contracting them, yes, you are doing it. Yes. So I, I imagine at some point in our future, if we are going to survive as a free nation, uh, that will come across our Supreme Court desk, possibly, yeah. or we'll just stop doing that kind of shit. But you can just tell who the totalitarians and the authoritarians are. When these guys, when these people get into office, and this isn't Democrats, this is big government on both sides of the aisle. When they get into office, right, they use underhanded tactics yep. to, to gain more power and a way in which to control the society. And this is another way. So think about this. Like maybe you, you might've been sexting with your wife. Right. Having a little fun kind it's of thing. None of your business, Dan. None of anybody's business. Right. But then you now have this and let's say you 15 years from now are running for Congress and you got a big mouth and you're calling for a smaller government and then somebody leaks that text. Yeah, that's uh and that's just a baby baby example, a very small example. Yes. But there's things that we hold private that aren't necessarily bad things, but it's things that we would not want well, to uh, share with other right. people. Absolutely. They all have it. They've got it. They know. And they, they well, you they know, know we, use we it were having this you. conversation before we recorded. But I'm, so I've got an app on my daughter's phone, and anytime anything weird comes up, or and on her computer, I get a I get a notification. Uh -huh. And I was going in, and I was just kind of glancing at some of the stuff she's been glancing at on her browser. Right. And and one of them, she was looking to translate the word handsome into Arabic, or from Arabic, or whatever. Because she's writing, she writes these little fanfics or she creates these little novelettes and, and stuff like that. And she's got a character that's Muslim, that's from the Middle East. And so she wanted to be true to the character. Well, as soon as I saw Arabic coming across, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> so I sent her a message. I said, hey, stop searching Arabic stuff. She said, why? I said, because you're being watched by the NSA and CSI. CSI, CIA, and anytime they, you know, that comes from a, an ISP address in the U.S., they see it, mm -hmm. or they at least get a notice of it. 
And it's sad that I even have to worry about that, you know? Well, because you're a right-wing extremist. Right. Well, you know what? If I didn't, if I weren't on a political podcast with my, wearing my, my political beliefs out on a public forum, like, you know, a shirt, yeah, I probably wouldn't be as concerned about it. But, you know, I just don't want the government showing up my door for any reason. Mm-hmm. other than to hand me a check and say, I'm sorry that we've been a shitty government for the last <laughs> 20 years yeah. or longer. So anyway. I All right. So sorry. you know how the, whenever there's a negative story, the powers that be tend to release it on a, Heavy news day Friday mm-hmm. to try to sneak it in. Oh, yeah. So it's the Biden of- administration did that recently. Oh. So a report came out uh, about how bad Biden fucked up the withdrawal from Afghanistan. <laughs> and it was his own. We didn't need a report for that. <laughs> it was, his, but it was his own State Department that did the, that that did the report. Oh snap! And basically, and, and true to a typical Biden State Department, they couldn't take all the blame. They had right. to blame Trump for some of it. But it was, uh, it was a they they released it on Friday before a July fourth holiday kind of weekend yeah I mean, where some nobody's people, paying attention and some people worked on monday some people didn't right um but you know and for some people it was a five-day weekend you bury it in the news cycle that's the so idea so they buried it in there so but the interesting thing about this report is take a guess when it was completed it's probably six months ago march of 2022 yeah oh shit a year and a <laughs> half ago has it been that long March of 2022, they completed this report and they waited for the right time to release it because it does not paint a flattering picture of the Biden administration, which we all know that that was a botched withdrawal from Afghanistan. But the fact that their own administration created this report, Mm. which made them look very, very bad, Mm. they had to hide it. Man, man, man. The evacuation that caused the death of 13 American service members and right. 170 Afghans died during this withdrawal. And, and At least that's what we know about. And, and billion dollars worth of assets left over there. Yeah. I mean, the loss of life obviously is the most important, but I mean, it's just, it was a clusterfuck from the beginning. We do need to take a break. We're already there again. Oh, we're, oh well, I got something for the fourth segment. All right, cool. We'll be right back right after this. Hey, is your grill nasty? Is it missing some parts? Do you need a new grill? Well, give Dan the Grill Man a call. He is literally the best grill maintenance company on the Emerald Coast. Literally. Look him up on Facebook.com forward slash fresh and clean grill. That's Dan the Grill Man. Literally the best. All right, guys. Welcome back to the Driveway Liberty Podcast. Thanks in advance for sharing the cast with your friends and family. And giving us a five star review. And giving us a five star. I was trying to give or an appropriate. I was trying to make a new bag instead of the bags (laughs) that we've already done. Well, you need both of them together. And you know what? You don't even have to like the cast on social media or share it. Just make a comment. Tell us what you think. Mm -hmm. If you if you think we're wrong, tell us. 
we'll argue with you right there. Yeah, we, we like to argue. <laughs> we enjoy it. It's a lot of fun. That's right. It's one of my favorite pastimes. We argue with each other all the time. So, and not on the air usually, but you know, we argue about shit. But anyway, I don't know how this video got on my laptop. I'm, I'm on Twitter watching for breaking news, and there's just some dude at some concert just dancing his ass off. Old dude dancing. Score for him. Yep, absolutely. Okay, so we just had the uh, Independence Day holiday uh, pass, and. Did you notice that there was something missing this year that we saw the last couple of years? Um, there wasn't a speech from the president, was there? Or was there? Well, I mean, I know he had the brothers Osborne and Neo at the at the White House and a bag of cocaine in the yard, <laughs> but you know, or in the library. No, they were at Camp David for the actual uh, fourth. But um, remember the last couple of years you would get a tweet or a um, I think it came in the form of a tweet at how much Biden administration has saved us on our holiday cookout. Yeah. Yeah. Missing this year. Oh, remember last year was like we saved you 16 cents. Yeah. On your holiday, your 4th of July cookout. Yeah. They didn't save us shit. No. So, you know, Biden Bidenomics is doing so well this year that they didn't send out. They, they didn't send out that because the the cost of a cookout has actually gone up fifteen percent since he took office. Right. So if you remember in twenty twenty one, so they took information from the American Farm Bureau on specific item price changes in twenty twenty one. So they touted a decrease of the 4th of July cookout price by 16 cents compared to 2020 right. previous year. So it went from $35.70 to $35.54. Right. So hot dog, the Biden economic plan is working. That was their tweet uh, last year. However, this year's cost, when compared to the cost cited by the White House from ABF's list in 2021, is $40.90. Hmm. A 15% increase from 2020 before the president took office. Mm. So the biggest price change for any item on that list that Biden touted was a cookout staple ground beef, which has increased roughly 30% since 2020. So it's gone from 4.45 a pound to 5.77 a pound. Right. Though the cost of a July 4th cookout in 2021 was 16 cents less than the year before. The 2023 version will cost roughly five dollars and twenty cents more than one did in 2020. Mm. So there's that list that they cherry picked to give you that 16 cents leaves a whole bunch of stuff that you would Dude, normally all right. cook off. So when I went and I bought I bought some things for the house for July 4th. I mean for us to eat. Mm -hmm. And growing up in Georgia. Five miles from the water melon capital of the world, Cordell, Georgia. I, I actually was born a county over from there. Still a shit ton of watermelons in Sumter County as well. Sure. We didn't pay for watermelons growing up because we lived where they grew them. Yeah. You could literally. You had to you, get rid of them or you were going to yes, have fruit flies. Absolutely. We either grew our own fruit rats or and... we knew a farmer who just always willy-nilly will walk over with a big-ass watermelon and hand it to you. Yeah. Here, go enjoy this. And so 
watermelon was kind of a staple for me growing up. So I, you know, it's become a kind of a July 4th tradition. You always have a little watermelon on uh, July 4th. Mm-hmm. So I went to Publix and I didn't want to buy a whole watermelon. Plus I'm lazy and I didn't want to have to go through the cutting up and scooping out and all of that. So I bought one of those little plastic bowls that they sell that has the watermelon in them. And I, and that's regular part of my diet. Little too. squared up pieces. Are yeah. Yeah. They're already chunked and cubed out and you, you just take them with a fork and you can snack on them. Mm-hmm. So uh, I went and I they had BOGO. I'm like, score? So I get to the counter, man. I didn't even look at the price. I just said, BOGO? Hell yeah, I'm in. Let me get two of these some bitches. So I get up to the counter, man, and they ring up, and they're like $10 total for the BOGO. So if I'd had to pay for the second one, it would have been, been 20 20? bucks. Holy I remember seeing roadside watermelon stands all over Georgia. You could buy a watermelon for $1.50, mm-hmm. $2.00. You could probably go up there right now and buy one for three. It's crazy. Yeah, I'm like, holy shit. So let's think about this. So you 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 talked about watermelon and, and yeah. huge increase. So what else is another staple of a Fourth of July cookout? Burgers, hot dogs. Well, uh, that that's in. I'm talking uh, about not in his not in it, price not his, not his thing. Beer, right? Beer, beer is a big one. Okay, so beer. And other alcoholic drinks have gone up 13% since oh. Biden's taken <laughs> Tell office. Tell me about it. That's a big part of my budget. <laughs> hot dogs weren't in his little Oh, hot dogs dealio. have doubled. 14% since 2020. I believe it's more Chicken. Chicken? 21%. Steak, okay. 16% increase. These are all increases since Biden took office in 2020. Mm. So that's why you didn't get that fun little tweet from the white house or from kamala harris because they couldn't even bullshit it this year and no. pretend like there was something decent no. yeah man it's uh you're being lied to ladies and gentlemen speaking of being lied to mm-hmm. what's another thing that biden has been talking about since he came into office one i won't ask you i'll Cure tell you because there's a shit ton of things but yeah but the rich paying their fair share, right? Oh, gosh, yeah. So he's touting a wealth tax. Yeah. Well, we've seen what the Supreme Court has done to some other things that uh, it wasn't necessarily a, well, one of them at least was a Biden creation, which was a student loan forgiveness. Right. Um, there's some pretty good evidence that if they actually try, if Biden does anything from the executive branch to try to put something in place with this, it's going to get bombarded by the Supreme Court. It's not going to happen. So, and I'm just going to give you some details on this. There's actually a court case out there. Um, Moore versus the United States. Now, this isn't at the Supreme Court. It's it's um, at w- whatever jurisdiction this this place is. I, I think it's in Virginia. Right. But um, the case has to do with um, Biden being able to levy a, tel- uh, a wealth tax. So his his taxes. He's uh, proposing twenty five percent annual tax on all gains to wealth in excess of a hundred million in a given year, including unrealized capital gains, which currently are not taxable. So you can't tax somebody until they actually get the gain they sell. Yeah. Whether it's a stock, a property, whatever it is. 
So there's a, a situation here where Charles and Kathleen Moore, it's in Washington. Sorry, I said Virginia. Yeah. A Washington state-based couple made nearly $40,000, a $40,000 investment into an Indian company in 2005 and never received any money or other payments from the company, even though the company itself made a profit every year. Right. They invested, but they haven't taken any money back. Right. Under the 2017 tax reform law, they learned that they were subject to a mandatory uh, repatriation of tax of 14729 So they paid it. You're right. And then they filed suit. Good for them. So this is going through the courts now. So the 16th Amendment authorizes Congress to lay and collect taxes on incomes from whatever source derived without apportionment among the several states. That means that the federal government cannot tax stock gains, which are the source of wealth for many billionaires, unless those stocks are sold. Right. So the appeals court ruled that Moore's could be taxed this way, saying there's no constitutional prohibition against Congress attributing a corporation's income pro rata to its shareholder. But the Supreme Court could reverse this ruling, rendering the repatriation tax and the future wealth-based taxes off limits at the federal level. Mm. So this is something that they lost. This is a case they lost in um, the appeals court. So they're predicting that this is going to eventually make its way to the Supreme Court. And if this is ruled in favor of these people, it's the the Biden wealth tax thing will go away Good. before it even uh, I mean, manifests. A lot of people don't realize this. What do rich people do with their money besides get tickets on subs and implode? Well, they invest it. Yeah, they, they buy property. It. They, they buy, buy property. Tax, they buy they, companies, etc. What are what does all that stuff do for others? Provides work and income for work, others. income, you know, revenue, wealth for others. Wealth yeah. for others. Mm-hmm. And and a lot of people don't realize this. If you go out and you say, "All right, man, you made you made a shit ton of money. I'm going to get. I want the government needs fifty percent of that." Well, you just cut out 50% of potential investment, 50% of potential jobs. Growth, they can, yep. Yes, they're going to pocket some. Yes, they're going to live a lavish lifestyle as they should. Yeah. Re- because re- it's not our money. And it's, what is the government going to do with it? <laughs> they're going to give it to Pakistan for gender studies. Fuck, they're going to give it to Zelensky. Ukraine, yep. I mean, so the thing is, is you're there are so many people advocate. Well, you've got to pay your fair share. No, what we need to do is to start talking about the government cutting expenditures. Yes. If the government's out of money, guess what? Stop spending fucking money. But I've been told by Republicans locally. When have you ever seen somebody running on reducing the size of government? I've told you that. I've said that. You don't. Because mm-hmm. that's no, they run in on all the freebies and the lollipops and rainbows and shit they're going to provide, and that's exactly what's going on. Because the people who vote, they vote, vote for that. They vote for the freebies, man. Mm-hmm. They're voting for Santa Claus government, Santa government, yeah. government clause. I don't like that better. So we want to talk yeah, about the uh, the thing that happened on the beach here over the Fourth of July. Uh, we can. Um, I. <laughs> planned on us doing like a short local cast but we can go ahead and knock it out because that's about all we've got for that right yeah um yeah uh, so those of you that don't live here on the beach you may have seen it 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 may have gone viral i'm gonna try to pull up the video here and um 
If, if we want to do a separate cast, we can we can tease this if you want to do that or if you just want to. I think we've this. got time to knock this out. I mean, there's there's not a lot to say. I was waiting on some information. Is the only reason I didn't. I wasn't real on well, fire. Well, if we get some changing information, we can update you. Yeah, right? we can. So um, anyway, what was going on? Um, oh, I just got the information. I need to pull it up, look at it while we're talking about it. So what happened is yesterday was July 4th, as of the recording of this yesterday was. So, um, and these these patriots, and we're a 70-plus Republican county. Mm-hmm. And... So these patriots go out to a, a local beach. I'm not going to name it because I don't want you to know about it if you don't live here. But they go out, and, and it's the, one of the few places we can drive on the beach if we have a government permission to do so. Um, and it's only locals that can do that. Um, and they went out, and they had these flagpoles that they invested in, and they were putting flags out. Now, I don't know who dropped the flags on the ground, that pisses me off if it was the guy planting the flags or what. Well, the that, code enforcement guy was standing on top of it. He was standing on top of it. So, Walton County Code Enforcement comes out and tells them they absolutely have to pull those down. It's against the ordinance. Problem is, the ordinance doesn't exist. There's no ordinance that says you can't put flags on the beach. There's ordinance that says you can't put other stuff out there. But he wrote the guy a ticket. Now, I have a music video that we filmed. You're in. Yep in November that uses beach footage from this same very beach with flags flying on it. And there are flags out there every weekend, Yep, almost every day of the week. I have at least four friends who have are grandfathered into the beach permits. They go out there. First thing they do is they plant their flag. So their friends that are coming to visit know where they're at. Look for the flag with the 38 logo on it. Look for the flag with this or the like this flag or whatever. Yep. And no, at no point in the history of me living here has anybody approached anybody about a flag on the beach. This guy on July 4th went out and told him he had to remove the flags. There was multiple American flags, and he said he had to take them all down. Yeah. And then he said, well, I'll let you have one. Yeah. Who the fuck are you to decide how many? First of all, and this was the argument if you watch the video. Well, there's flags all over the beach. And the guy's like, well, do you want me to go make everybody take them down? It's like, dude. It's not. It's dude, not. go away. Go away. And my response to the, because this was a Facebook post, my, my response was tell, tell the guy to fuck all the way off. <laughs> take the ticket and fucking crumble it up right in his face and say fuck off. Right. Take a walk. That's how I deal with those type of situations. But I, I wouldn't there. No, no. Now, now, in the county's defense, they're, they, they tore up the ticket. They have fired the guy. The county did it, yeah. The county did. And they have, um, they have apologized to the gentleman who did this. But the problem, it's still problematic that a guy can feels like he's that got that kind of authority to go out there and tell somebody they can't put a flag on this beach or eat, do whatever just based off of willy-nilly fucking bullshit. And if and I I recommend everybody go find this video and watch it. It's on our It's on the Facebook Driveway page. Liberty uh, Facebook page. And notice the attitude of the code enforcement person. It was a very personal thing. You weren't 
you were not uh, trying to like the person who was was I wouldn't even call it arguing with him. The person who was trying to get him to give a good reason for it. Right. Like the guy took it personal, like it was a personal attack to his authority to be able to tell you, hey, I'm code enforcement. I got this cool polo with this badge on it. And I walk around the beach to make sure that you follow our county laws and ordinances on the beach. And who are you to tell me that I don't have the authority? Like he took it personal, the guy. Yeah. Like multiple times, the attitude of the guy. It's like, who do you think you are telling me what to do? Yeah, Dude, you work for the county. It, this isn't you. It's not like I'm coming on your front yard telling you what to do. You work. You have a job. You work for the county. Mm-hmm. And if I want to tell you to take a flying leap, it's not personal. It's the idiocy of what you're trying to enforce. And I would do the same thing. Of a, we have to have a freaking permit to walk our dog on the beach. Yeah. You have to have a permit for a bonfire. And the reasons for these permits here are not to fund potential cleanup or anything like that. We don't have a person who walks along the beach with baggies picking up dog shit. Right. This is just a permit for them to be able to limit and control the actions of their citizens. Exactly. And People the- who put bonfires, who go, the majority of people, especially locals, who would go out and do a bonfire on the beach would clean up after themselves exactly take the bonfire down clean it up and it was it would sure. be as if you don't you it, never it's not knew like it's existed. a fire hazard no because it's, it's sand, everywhere. sand so hey if you don't mind i'm gonna i'm gonna tease something here i had a new song come out this week okay yeah and if you don't mind dan i'd like to end the show with a little snippet of it okay. you can find it on youtube spotify it's called waiting Waiting on the world to end. Um, plus, it has a little bit of a political message in Sounds there. apropos. Yeah. So, hey, guys, thanks for tuning in. We will see you next time. Hopefully, this uh, video will load. No, the song ain't politically correct. But you ain't paying my bills last time I checked. Thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll see you next time on the Driveway Liberty Podcast. You are-